Welcome into another episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Well, taking a look back at the market trade on Friday to wrap up the week, I got a chance to catch up with Matt Bennett of agmarket.net live from his combine. Here is that interview talking about market action as we wrapped up last week. But want to talk about some of Friday's trade action, kind of a wild erratic day led by that wheat market. You know, we had some pressure early on and then wheat rallied. I think a lot of it, we found maybe some technical support that we bounced off. But also, I know fresh comments from Russian President Putin about possibly uh, getting out of the Ukrainian grain deal. It feels like that kind of gave us the opportunity to run to the upside in wheat and that pulled corn and beans back towards uh, unchanged on the day. Is that kind of what you saw would that be how you assess friday's action in grains yeah it'd be the same thing i'd kind of uh, say that you know essentially with corn we're under pressure early on i don't think it's hard to fathom this time of year that you'd be under some pressure you're heading into harvest starting to see a little bit of activity you know and uh, obviously you're going to hear about uh, uh you know some yields here and there and i don't think a lot of them have been real rosy to start with so some people were expecting maybe some support, but you got to be honest that, uh, you know, most of the early harvest stuff is probably going to be some of the uh, corn that maybe didn't quite make it to, uh, you know, to getting mature, just premature death. And so uh, overall, I've got to think it's not surprising to see corn lower on the day. Probably would have kept that trend intact, but then you come in here with some support from wheat, spilled over to both corn and beans, and you're able to pair those losses, you know, on corn. I mean, uh, basically a mixed day with some minor losses for soybeans so i think overall it was a win especially going into the weekend especially going into the weekend and going into next week with a lot of concern i think with traders about the macro markets uh, worried about what the fed will do with inflation next week i think everyone pretty much assumes a 75 basis point rate hike but it's felt like here towards the end of the week the markets have got a bit tired uh, amid a lot of that recessionary inflationary talk that is out there uh, in the trade and heading into next week it seems like that might be a big focus on top of some of that harvest pressure you mentioned, Matt. Yeah, absolutely. I think some of the macro issues have really been what's plagued us the most. I mean, ultimately, uh, uh, you know, this market is, is uh, worried about not only a slowdown here in the U.S., but a recessionary type slowdown on a macro, on a worldwide, uh, worldwide level. You know, of course, you've got interest rates going up, uh, energy costs uh, uh, maybe coming back down just a little bit, but then, uh, you know, uh, today, earlier, uh, whenever I was watching closely, I mean, we had crude trade 85 again. So, you know, I think that uh, people are concerned about what it's going to cost to do the things they want to do and what it's going to cost to finance those things, you know, especially with interest rates continuing to creep up. And so I think we all know that the ag sector has got a uh, particular close eye on what interest rates are doing. Yeah, they're not interest rates of the 80s, but, you know, Jesse, a lot of the guys these days are borrowing probably 5, 10, 20 times what people were borrowing, you know, just to put a crop out back in the 80s. So obviously the pressure from interest rates going from three and a half or four to borrow money for the year to six or eight uh, could certainly be uh, profound. Well, Matt, thinking about this time of year as we get into harvest, I know a lot of folks like yourself, I mean, you're in the combine right now, going to be busy running around. Uh, but if they have to make any changes to their marketing plan or maybe want to work on some sales, you know, if they're riding around the combine and they see some market moves and they want to look at their plan just a little bit, 
Uh, give me some risk management thoughts. Has anything changed in your mind when it comes to risk management here after this week's trade with the WASD numbers we saw Monday, the inflation data, Tuesday, Wednesday? Has anything changed on the risk management front for you? Oh, you know, essentially the way that I see it is if you can get an early premium, if you can get maybe a drying deal, which is kind of what I'm working for and finding for right now, I think you've got to take advantage of it. You know, the long, long story short, I mean, uh, you know, these price levels for a producer who is able to say that they've got an average to above average crop uh, are going to be pretty tough to beat, first of all. But I think whenever you get on out past the very initial stages of harvest, probably going to be uh, just like any other year you're not going to see those early pushes you're not going to see uh, drying deals for instance and so of course two weeks from now in my part of the world nobody will be needing a drying deal because this stuff is going to dry down very rapidly but uh, i want to take advantage of any of those things that i can first of all and second of all when it comes to marketing the crop uh, we got to understand this is a fairly tight situation and so if the if the yields would happen to get paired back a little more as some in the trade kind of seem to think, you know, is that some of the early harvest results might suggest you've got to think there'll be some support. So, you know, yeah, I want to take advantage of some of your early uh, premiums, but on the other side of things, I think that storage could pay some dividends in the long run. So uh, the stuff that you can't uh, store, I'd probably be moving it. Uh, but the stuff that you can, I'll tell you what, if it's not sold in advance, you know, I think that uh, you may have the opportunity to see uh, – a pretty good value moving out. Now, last thing I'll say is this. If you've got an above-average crop, I struggle uh, to sit here and think that it, it makes sense to, to gamble on on too much of it. You know, like if someone's looking at a 220, 250 crop, whatever it might be, you know, it's uh, anything over $6.5 these corn is a heck of a price. So, uh, uh, you know, I know some folks are talking about leaving some storage empty. And uh, if that happens, I don't think you can fault them with the kind of uh, uh, kind of profit margins you're looking at. Matt, as well, livestock trade uh, fairly quiet on Friday. Hogs finding some continued support from the export sales reports that we finally got from USDA on Thursday. But it just felt like that some of those macro fears weighed on the uh, the livestock trade as a whole to kind of round out the week with very uh, fairly quiet action. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. I think one thing you and I have talked about before is that, you know, for hogs to be supported at some of these saltier price levels, you're going to need a fair amount of, uh, you know, export demand. And so, uh, as you suggested, we kind of got that. But at the same time, you know, uh, looking at the feed costs where they're at, it's pretty tough to get wildly friendly. And so, uh, you know, it's been a bit of an anchor for both hogs and uh, uh, feeder cattle, especially, I think, whenever you look at the fats. I'm still of the same opinion I've been for quite some time is that you're going to have awfully good value on out uh, ways uh, you get out past the first of the year. And I think you could see some really interesting uh, markets. You know, I think that your cash market is going to stay extremely strong, you know, and then uh, you get out again in that second quarter of this next year, first and second quarter. I think you could see fast uh, prices we haven't seen for quite some time. And again, that is comments with Matt Bennett of agmarket.net. Talk to him on Friday's episode of Market Talk as he was uh, in the field 
combining. He was able to join us live from his combine to talk a little bit about the week's trade action. You can learn more about Market Talk online each day. It's posted as a podcast and a weekly radio show online at markettalkag.com. This has been another episode of American Ag Today produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you a great day.